1: Jessica Simpson. So Coming up, Ashley Simpson, right here on the VIP. So with Ashley Simpson, I'm so excited. He said, "I want to be a role model to girls." take a peek into the lives of the Simpsons sisters, Jessica and Ashley. Hey everybody
2: welcome back to the Ashley and Jessica cast I am your host Leah Russo and this is episode 31. I am so excited today because finally 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 I know you guys have been waiting today and I know I said this the last episode but today it actually is happening we are going to start our review of the Ashley Simpson show the groundbreaking, life-changing, trend-setting Ashley Simpson show, which premiered on June 16th, 2004 at 10.30 p.m. right after Newlyweds. Were you ever the same again? I sure wasn't. And neither was Jackie Mendoza, who is our guest again this week. We actually recorded in one big like three hour session so that's why i'm doing a separate intro to this because we just kind of kept talking the whole time and it was so so delightful i love talking to her if you missed the last episode go ahead and listen to it because it's a good primer on ashley if you don't know Jackie has met, I mean it's weird to say met when it's happened so many times, but she's met Ashley about 30 times. She's hung out with her, spent a lot of time. Ashley knows her very well. If you check out her Instagram, jmendoza1193, you can see a lot of her iconic pictures and videos with Ashley she's just had so many amazing experiences with our girl so it was absolutely wonderful to talk to her in the last episode and today she and i will review the first episode of the ashley simpson show called ashley moves onward and upward if this is your first time listening to the podcast i want to say hi my name is leah i am an actress and small business owner i live right outside of new york city and i am obsessed with all things pop culture and show business so i could just talk about jessica and ashley and this era all day and all night long i've had a lot of new listeners come on recently and people are like well when does the podcast come out is a new episode coming out i started this podcast during the pandemic when i had a lot more time obviously i'm in the entertainment business my small business is also an entertainment business so outside of acting and performing and everything else i do i also run a small entertainment business and it has just exploded recently my personal career and my business that's why i have not released episodes as frequently when the pandemic was worse i know it's still going on but when it was worse and we were all locked down a lot of the time i had a lot more time to work on this podcast and right now i mean it's amazing i'm so happy that things in my life are progressing and going well but unfortunately it means i don't have as much time to do the podcast I used to release it every Thursday. I don't think I'm going to be doing that anymore. I think I'm just going to release episodes whenever I finish them that way. Like for instance, today, this is coming out on a Saturday. I could wait until Thursday to release it, but I feel like you guys have already waited so long. So I'm not going to make Thursdays the official day anymore. As of now, they're just going to come out whenever I can put them out. I have a few episodes banked recorded. Just have to edit them and get them out. The editing process takes a really long time, so I don't know exactly when they will be out. But I do appreciate everybody who is, you know, asking and things like that. It really does make me feel good to know that you all are checking for this podcast. I love it. So thank you so much for that. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to read this article that I found from June 3rd, 2004. This was on MTV.com. It's actually still on MTV.com. And the title of the article is Ashley Simpson is not in italics trying to be like her sister, which we all know was the major theme of the show. It says the Ashley Simpson show is not necessarily a spinoff of newlyweds, though it'll air right after newlyweds when it premieres on june 16th at 10 30 p.m where newlyweds plays like a sitcom because of jessica's ditzy persona the six episode ashley series promises to be more of a teen drama following the younger sister on her path to becoming a music star as she signs with a record label and starts recording her debut album autobiography due out july 20th i started making my album about seven months ago ashley said and i was just signing to the label when my dad was like how would you like to do a reality show and I was like hell no and the reason I said that was my sister had her show and everything but then he said what if it were about the making of the album and I said all right that's more like it Ashley said that she's always resisted doing things if it looks like she's just imitating her more famous sibling but then she decided that she couldn't plan her life around what Jessica had or hadn't done When I was younger, because my sister was a singer, I was not a singer, she said, but I loved singing. So I was like, why am I not doing this for myself? I can't not do a record just because my sister has a record. I knew there was gonna be a lot of flack for that. People are gonna say, oh my gosh, you're just trying to be like your sister. But I'm like, no dude, a lot of people like music. (laughs) I love Ashley. She's like, girl, Jessica's not the only person in the world who's ever made an album, okay? And of course, I mean, think how tragic would it have been if Ashley just kept in that line of thinking like, oh, Jessica did an album, so I can't. I mean, we would have been deprived of literally one of the best albums that's ever been released, in my opinion. I love this series so much because we get to see the entire, well, maybe not the entire, but we get to see the majority of the songwriting sessions, the process. We get to know Ashley on... A silly level where she's you know trying to figure out how to clean her apartment And then we get to know her on a deeper level when she's talking about how she and her boyfriend josh It it wasn't working and one of them just finally had to say it and as a result she wrote one of the best songs On autobiography, although I think that's hard to even say because they're all so fantastic, but I love unreachable This show was really groundbreaking. I think because it just really took the mystery out of writing an album and creating a brand watching it now it's even more fascinating than back then I mean Jackie and I will talk about this you guys will hear what an impact it made on me as a young girl at the time I just thought Ashley was absolutely everything I looked up to her so much I wanted to be just like her and now watching it it's just so fascinating because I know some people have made fun of this show for being more of just, it's just a commercial for her album. It's just trying to sell you a brand. It's just a sales pitch. And I totally get that because that is what the show is. The point of the show is to introduce her to the world as somebody who is separate from her sister and somebody who's going to have a different brand, different persona, different songwriting style, different music style, different look, different everything, right? And ultimately they are trying to sell you an album and they did girl didn't they i think it's really cool that they were actually pretty honest about that i mean you see jordan who is the president of geffen or the a and r guy at, at geffen he is talking to her and he's like i want people to buy ashley simpson the brand like the overall person not just a song not just a video or something like that and I really think that it's kind of interesting that they don't do things like this anymore. I mean, I would love to get to know an artist this way and I think, you know, my favorite music besides pop music is classic rock and I have so many books about David Bowie's lyrics and what they mean and the Beatles and there's all these pages upon pages with analysts putting together all of these little interview clips from over the years and trying to decode what these songs exactly mean and what Paul and John were going through at the time of writing them and all that kind of stuff and the Ashley Simpson show completely removes all of that mystery instead it invites you in it says hey get to know this girl for real who is she actually what is she actually going through it's such a perfect slice of life story like it could easily be a movie or something it's just so interesting to me to watch now and have a more adult perspective on it I guess now that I'm older than Ashley was when she filmed this I can look back and just say what a beautiful amazing cool snapshot of somebody's life it's the perfect video diary and I truly think that it's a unique show. I truly think it was a groundbreaking show. I don't think music would have been the same. MTV wouldn't have been the same around this time. It was such a genius lead into autobiography and we'll talk about that more when we do our review of that album. But this show really survives on Ashley's talent. This show would not be anything without Ashley's talent because I think that she really proved everybody wrong. I think that everybody assumed as she's saying in this article, oh, you're just doing an album because your sister's famous. So why not? You can have all of this handed to you. And Ashley actually ended up being one of the most talented pop rock artists of the time, if not of all time. She had the skills to back up her record deal. She had the skills to back up The fact that she had been handed a show it's like okay would she have this without her sister no she wouldn't have been handed this maybe she would have had her own success had jessica never existed but no it wouldn't have happened this way however she shows that she actually really earned it in her own way by possessing the ability to articulate a teenager's feelings so beautifully into this music and create these amazing melodies and chord progressions and do the things that she did with her voice which it is a unique raspy tone that she just owns so well and she owns her mistakes like she owns the moments where her voice doesn't sound good and she deals with acid reflux and she deals with breakups and all of these things that we all deal with but then it's mixed in with that celebrity lifestyle as well and what it's like to make an album it's just it's just so freaking good you guys like i'm trying to break it down right now but i think that i don't even have to do that because i think anyone who's listening to this you just know how much this show impacted all of us like if you're of a certain age i feel like we are all bonded by the ashley simpson show Ashley also says in the article, I got my heart broken for the first time, and while the cameras weren't there for the actual moment, they were there for the results. Whenever I'm hurt, it's so much easier to let it out and write about it from a tough perspective move over like you're stepping on them back it's not a big deal now but i felt like it at that point now it's more of a reflection a memory stored away and i love to date around and not be too serious just be 19 and have fun so i think that this is a really interesting quote because can you imagine a breakup from when you were 19 being documented on television that is just (laughs) i mean we all know that kind of heartbreak, right, where it feels like the entire world is ending, but it really just seems like a cliche to everybody else. You know what I mean? Heartbreak is so interesting that way. It's such a universal experience, but when you're going through it, it really feels like you're just going to die, and everyone else around you is like, been there. You know what I mean? It's just funny that after this, she was like, yeah, I'm just going to date around and have fun, but it's like she was actually with Ryan But was she really with Ryan? Was that a PR relationship? Was it not? We'll be discussing all of that as the show goes on. So of changing her hair, she says, I had just finished 7th Heaven and I'd had the same haircut forever for the show. So the day it finished, I took a Clairol bottle and just kind of poured it all over my head. (laughs) I had bottle blonde hair, so I hoped it didn't turn green and it didn't and now I love it. I thought my parents were going to freak out. So I called my mom and I was like, I did something. (laughs) and she was like did you get a tattoo and I was like maybe I thought they were gonna hate it but they love it and now I'm keeping it I love Ashley's mischievous personality like of course Tina says did you get a tattoo and she just goes maybe even though you know that wasn't at all what she had done of the relationship with Joe and Tina Ashley said we tell our parents everything which I know is so odd who does that but we do The one thing Jessica has really done for me is that she shows me you don't have to be something else. You just be yourself. People really do want to see you be real. I absolutely love that. It's beautiful that the same thing that most of us, I mean, if not all of us really truly love about Jessica is what her little sister loves as well and sees in her as well. I mean, I personally have been super inspired by Jessica to be myself and be comfortable in the skin I'm in. And just let it hang out and just be who i am because who cares i only want to attract people who love the real me anyway why would i pretend why would i try to be anything else and i think jessica's journey with her albums and her record label wanting her to be a britney clone and then her breaking out within the skin and doing her own thing that happened right before autobiography so i do kind of want to pose the theory that if in the skin hadn't happened autobiography might not have happened we all know that if newlyweds hadn't happened the Ashley Simpson show certainly never would have been a thing but as far as albums go I wonder you know like would Ashley have had the guidance and the clarity to create autobiography without seeing her sister go through what she had gone through I don't think so so I really think that like when people say well there'd be no Ashley without Jessica first I think it I think it's more about the inspiration, just looking up to your older sister, than it is about opening doors. I mean, of course those doors needed to be opened as well, but you guys know what I mean. There is another article, this one is from earlier, it's actually from when they started filming The Ashley Simpson Show it says Ashley Simpson cuts LP and tries reality TV but she's no Jessica clone I love how even the titles of the MTV articles it's like you know Joe is on the phone like make sure it says that she's not Jessica you know what I mean like (laughs) it's just so aggressively like she's not Jessica she's not Jessica so it says Homer Marge and the kids better watch out another Simpson family is out to take over primetime. Jessica Simpson's Newlyweds is returning for a second season, and now MTV is shooting a pilot for a reality program about her sister, Ashley Simpson. The as-yet-untitled show will also be set against the backdrop of the music industry, as the seventh Heaven Star is recording her debut album. Ashley, who signed with Geffen Records a few months ago and is eyeing a June release, is working in a studio she built in the loft of her apartment. I didn't want to go to some fancy place. I just wanted to do it where it feels real. The younger Simpson said, phoning in on a recent afternoon as she did dishes. That's where I feel most comfortable. I love that like this is her big MTV interview to kind of go in conjunction with her show shooting and she's doing the dishes during the interview. Like that's all you need to know about Ashley, right? Just like so real, not overly like concerned with making sure she does the interview perfectly. Like how she's always showing up late to stuff. Anybody else would be like, holy shit, this is my chance to do a record. I have to be there on time. Ashley's like, oh, I thought it was 2 p.m. I'm sorry. You know, all of that kind of stuff. She's just like, she's 19. You know what I mean? That explains it. She's 19. Like, I just, I love it. Ashley's co-writing and co-producing the album with Sugar Ray drummer Stan Frazier and producer Steve Fox, who worked on the band's recent In the Pursuit of Leisure record so we talk about this later on in the episode how interesting it is that she chose them to record with and actually how at during this time um during late 2003 the album was going to be basically completely co-produced by stan Fraser and steve fox and then over time, the label wasn't really crazy with what she was doing with them. And we do see a few songs in this episode that we never got to hear the rest of. We just see little snippets of her writing with them, but the songs don't ever get finished. It's unreachable that they choose to really hone in on because, of course, that did make the album. And for a good reason. I mean, It's by far the best song out of everything that she's working on in this episode from what we hear. I mean, I like the sound of the other things that we've never really gotten to hear more of, but obviously Unreachable is such a superior, fantastic, amazing, heartfelt song. And I think it definitely stands out, not just on autobiography, but in this episode as well ashley said i met stan when i was dancing with my sister we were doing the pro bowl in hawaii afterwards we were talking about music and i was starting this band with some guys and he was like dude i want to work with you we should write a song not really thinking we would actually get together then i got back and he called and i went out there and the first song we wrote just had great chemistry so i love that that ashley is like that outgoing and cool that she can just like meet a random person on tour. I mean, I guess he wasn't random. He did. He was in the band Sugar Ray. But like, that's just so interesting to me. You know what I mean? That she made they made such an impact on each other that they really wanted to work together. And I'm so happy because we wouldn't have Unreachable without it. Ashley also talked a little bit about her influences. She said, I know Courtney Love might be going a little crazy right now, but I still love her. Me too, girl. She says, of course, one singer that she doesn't compare herself to is Jessica. She says, Jessica and my personalities are so different. We've always, always been into such different music. In fifth grade, I was obsessed with Green Day and was always going to punk shows, getting in the pit and getting dirty. Ashley says that she loves Mick Jagger, so some songs have a little 70s in it. I love 80s rockers, so it has a little bit of that. The best thing about making an album is creating a sound. That's the fun part for us. I think people might be shocked. And honestly, I think that, people were kind of shocked right it's like I was saying before people expected a lot less than what her talent actually was people thought oh she's just getting a record deal because of her sister and in actuality even if she was a nobody you know I mean it's hard to say because it's such a hard business but I think if she had written those songs like if she if she had written some of those songs and she brought them to a label I definitely see them being interested in her Ashley's unsure about her first single, but has a song she's particularly fond of called Sucks To Be You. It's a punk song, she says. It has horns and everything. (laughs) So Sucks To Be You is actually the song that she's recording in this first episode. So it's interesting how that went from the song she wanted it to be her first single, to being a song that we've never even heard in full so i mean obviously pieces of me is a genius first single it is a perfect pop song it is so much better than what this would have been like releasing this but i kind of get the sense from this article plus future episodes where jordan and other people at the label are not thrilled with the songs that she's recording with stan and steve that they wanted her to go in a more pop direction so I think that if Ashley had her choice, she probably would have gone in a more punk direction. You know what I mean? I think we think of Ashley as being so like individualistic and just being like the opposite of Jessica and stuff. But I actually think that she probably was pushed around a little bit more by her record label than we actually think. Because if you hear some of these earlier songs that she records with Stan and Steve in this episode or that she writes, I don't know if she recorded a lot of them. It is a little bit more rough and pop punk than Pieces of Me, which is such a poppy single. I mean, Pieces of Me doesn't really have much punk in it. There's some more punk on the album. But that single, I think, was really... I mean, it was instrumental in making her iconic. It really was. It's really such a phenomenal song. And again, I'll get more into that when I do my autobiography episode, which is going to be, I mean, epic. I don't even know where to begin. But... They kind of go hand in hand, you know, the album and the show. So there's going to be some crossover there. She so MTV asked who she wants to collaborate with on her album, and she said that she would love to get Dave Grohl on a track and she would not like Jessica to do a song with her on the album. So Ashley says no, not for this album, but I would love for us to do something together someday. I would love to do a movie. As a matter of fact, the sisters are negotiating a project together, but Ashley refused to elaborate because it's not finalized. Very interesting. So there was a possible Ashley and Jessica movie on the table at some point. Who knows? There's still time. She also talked a little bit about newlyweds. She said she wasn't on the first season too much because she wanted to let that be their thing. And she goes, I do come around. She is my sister. (laughs) But I think that makes sense. I mean, why would she be on why would she be on newlyweds all the time you know what I mean it's called newlyweds and she also gave her opinion of the show saying I watch it all the time I'm very fascinated with it so that's interesting I actually would love to hear more of Ashley's thoughts on that especially because we do know that Jessica's relationship with Nick newlyweds they're life and relationship being in the spotlight definitely affected Ashley a lot in her marriage with Pete because we know that she didn't want to record with Pete she didn't want to be a famous couple with him you know what I mean but then later on in life with Evan she did put their relationship out there she did do a reality show she did do an EP with him so I just think that's kind of an interesting dynamic and I'd like to hear more from her there so a couple years ago the website the cut did an article called i think about this a lot the ashley simpson show and the author Allie vulp she talks about how the scene with ashley asking her radio questions and then pressing play and based on whatever song comes on it's kind of like a answer like tarot card reading or something like that. And she talked about the big impact that this scene and the show had on herself. And I think it's really funny. She says, For every therapist or horrified acquaintance that has ever asked me, why are you like this? The answer is simple, because Ashley taught me. While some young women utilize the narratives depicted in Sex and the City or the OC as their guiding light through the murk of adolescence, the Ashley Simpson show became my beacon, showing me how to act and feel when my 11-year-old internal compass had gone hormonally haywire. And it's funny because I would say for myself, let me know if you guys relate, I actually did... I mean, totally worship Sex and the City and the OC. But to me, it's like Sex and the City was so far removed because they were in their 30s. You know, like I was so far from being a rich, uh, fashionable 35-year-old woman who's sleeping around and looking for love. You know what I mean? Like that was just completely not where I was. And then the OC was about people that were a few years older than me, so it was very aspirational, right? I wanted to be Marissa, but I knew I never would be Marissa. I'm not Marissa. However, Ashley is like a version of Marissa. And when I say Marissa, I'm talking about Marissa Cooper, who's the Misha Barton character on The O.C., if you haven't seen it. Um, Ashley was like a version of Marissa who was relatable and attainable and achievable. Like, Ashley is that cool girl that everybody wants to be you know girls love her guys love her her record label loves her I mean just look at when she goes to the meeting an hour late and Jordan's like well when you look like that and you sound like that you can do whatever you want like she's the kind of person who's just kind of intoxicating for people she's a life of the party she's the she's the girl that you want to be she really is but at the same time she's somehow relatable I mean she really does have this fantastic star quality that again like this show would not have gone anywhere without her talent and charisma you couldn't have just plopped any younger sister on tv and had them been successful Jamie Lynn Spears you know what I mean you know what I'm saying like it doesn't work with everybody by the way how like angry do you think Jamie Lynn Spears was about Ashley Simpson's success I'll just give you a few minutes to ponder that it probably still bothers her but let's move on she goes on to write The world's introduction to Ashley as a personality was condensed into a 22 minute journey that included Ashley's mother, Tina, teaching her daughter how to clean her apartment, a writing session with the drummer from Sugar Ray on the side of a hill, and an anticlimactic breakup with Josh. The episode's undercurrents hinted strongly that Ashley is the antithesis of her sister. She has tumultuous relationships. She pens angsty songs written on notepads while sitting in child's pose on her living room floor. She wears Volcom trucker hats. It's these things that made Ashley edgy that also made her accessible to tweens like me. Nothing about Ashley's life was rocket science, but the way she innocently searched for meaning in things that are inherently meaningless spoke to my own delusions, both then and now. I think that's a little harsh. Like, I wouldn't say that she was searching for meaning in meaningless things, but I think, you know, she's talking about the uh, kind of psychic game of the radio, right? Like, she's looking for answers but if you're not spiritual you might just think like well nothing's happening she's not actually getting any insight there's no magical thing happening it's just a game you know and then some people might see it differently and they might see like well no who knows maybe you know she's asking for a sign and maybe she's getting an answer quoting the article again as someone who constantly reaches for profound conclusions in the most minute details I found Ashley's radio scanning bit insightful and prophetic, even. She continues to write that by the end of the first episode, Ashley is at a turning point. She misses Josh, but writes an insanely moving song out of the heartache, one of my personal favorites, Unreachable. Later in the season, she'd go on to date singer-songwriter Ryan Cabrera, an early aughts figurehead who still maintains some frosted locks, and her album, Autobiography, would debut at number one on the Billboard charts. At the same time, I put Unreachable lyrics in my AIM profile when my boyfriend broke things off. I opened my diary to write my breakup opus and to put celestial vibes out to the universe that I was ready for my own Ryan Cabrera. Now, I don't know if you guys did this, but I always used to pretend that the lyrics in my AIM profile weren't really what I was going through. I was always just trying to be cool. So I was like, oh, I just like these lyrics, you know, like this isn't, <laughs> this isn't me expressing myself. I just really like these lyrics. And then I would have people am me and they would be like, ooh, like, what does that mean? You know? I actually remember having the unreachable lyrics in my profile specifically. I had um, the lyric, I may be sweet, but I'm still on the vine. You couldn't wait. No, you had to take your bite. Like, what was I even talking about at at that age? Had never had a boyfriend. No one had taken a bite. Trust me. So I don't know what I was thinking, but I still to this day love that lyric. I think that lyric is really clever and Indicative of things that happen in relationships sometimes like she's such a good songwriter. Ugh, it drives me crazy She continued to write Channeling Ashley's propensity to look for answers in the magic eight ball of random song snippets I rode shotgun in my mother's mercury mountaineer hitting the seek button on the radio waiting for my fortune to unfold in the bars of a pop hit She continued to say i like to think mine and Ashley's lives have progressed in tandem She upgraded husbands from Pete Wentz to Evan Ross a little harsh Graduated from MTV to Broadway, I upgraded from AIM to Twitter, graduated from writing in my diary to screaming into the void. But despite all of our queer successes, I imagine we both look back on our formative years with fondness that without the Josh Henderson's, the unreachables, the AIM breakups and diary entries, we'd never get to the places we were really meant to go completely. I just think that's so profound in a way because it's just it's amazing to me that this period of her life was so well documented. And that she was able to connect with us all so easily, so clearly through just being herself. And when we talked about this so much in the in the skin episode. All you really need to do is be yourself and put yourself out there. And I mean, maybe it's not the case for every single person. Obviously, Jessica and Ashley are two incredibly talented and relatable people who just obviously touched my life and yours. But, you know... Ah, I'm just I'm so excited to get into the reviews of this show and I know that you guys love it just as much as I do so welcome 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 to my review of the Ashley Simpson show and please welcome my guest back Jackie Bendoza enjoy everybody so yeah let's get into the show What can you even say? This was so iconic Like my friends and I, we were just obsessed with the Ashley Simpson show I remember my dad borrowed his shore house And me and my friend, he was like, yeah, you can bring one of your girlfriends or whatever And we had our own room and... My dad was like knocking on the door cuz it was like a beach house and he was like come on let's go to the beach and we were like we're waiting for the rerun of the Ashley Simpson show. Oh my god. I love we- it. <laughs> we had already seen it and we were on vacation but we were just like no we're going to stay inside you know we need to we need to wait for it to come back on MTV. So it really was that level of obsession definitely for me and my friends. How did you feel? Exactly the same. Like I remember just graduating
0: from middle school and like not having anything to do at all besides watch MTV, like, all day long. And I think, you know, (laughs) I, I don't even know how many times I watch each episode, but I just remember, like, it being so relatable and, like, so much fun, I think. And just, you know, like, light and exciting to watch, not, you know, so dramatic and heavy of a
2: show. Just, like, you know, like, being a teen. Yes. I feel like it's very... It's so teen, because to me when I watch it, she's older than me, so I would watch it and be like, oh, she's so cool Like, you know, and now that I'm older than she is in the show, I feel like I can look at her and be like, oh, she's so young Like, she's so young, like her her whole demeanor But what I noticed about this that I had never really noticed before, maybe it's because I've been examining newlyweds in such detail This episode is definitely more polished than newlyweds Especially the beginning Like it's more of an episode It's more of a full story You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, more than her like she's walking around She's going to E somewhere You know, like they're really giving you a sense of like This is like Ashley's life wrapped up in a bow And this is where she's at right now And you're about to jump in
2: It aired June 16th, 2004 And... Yeah, oh, wow. then our lives changed So <laughs> so at the beginning, you just see her walking through her house Like they just film this offhanded intro Where she's like, hi, I'm Ashley Simpson and I'm 19 years old Some of you might know me as Jessica's little sister and then she just quickly goes through her
1: life. Hey, I'm Ashley Simpson and I'm 19 years old. Some of you guys might know me as Jessica Simpson's little sister. I just moved out of my parents' place and got my very own place. I worked up a sweat from that. I have a great boyfriend. (laughs) I just signed a record deal with Geffen Records. This is not the end, not the beginning of the end, but the end of the beginning. It's a bit scary because I have so much work to do. There's so many other things when it comes to doing your album. There's writing, there's recording, there's marketing, there's styling, there's all these photo shoots. It's such an exciting time in my life. I can't wait to see what happens next.
2: A lot was happening. And so what song are they playing When she's in her apartment She's playing Josh a song Do you know what that is Like That it's like a bonus track or a demo Yeah I think it was never released Cause it's not even like on YouTube or anything right No
0: no it's not Okay I almost wish I think it would have been smart For them to Release some of the demos That she did You know As maybe like a bonus package To the album
2: Oh yeah I mean she was so huge at the time She definitely was in that territory Of like Oh we're just gonna release Like a remix album Or a demos album Or a B-sides album Just to capitalize off What was happening Maybe I mean who knows Maybe she still has them In a vault or something That
0: would be amazing I think it's something That could have even been packaged With the DVDs Which I wish they would have you know release, and I'm so sad That we don't have like a physical Copy of the show
2: I know well what do you think about like I mean you're in the music industry Why don't they do stuff like this Anymore on MTV and VH1 Why don't they introduce artists In this kind of way
0: I think artists have to be pushed more quickly now, I think t v is like more outdated as far as breaking people now, you know, like a lot of times you kind of have to campaign for artists to get slots on t v like an s n l or like a tonight show appearance you know, like there are people at the label campaigning for that artist to get that exposure because usually the the known names are the ones that get those slots, and that's kind of to get exposure to maybe a Like our generation and older, you know, that will actually watch those shows. But for younger audiences, I feel like the quicker and more impactful way is to release something to YouTube or to TikTok that seems to connect more with that younger audience. So I think it really depends on the target market that they're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like a lot of artists that are coming out now are very much like 19 And geared towards a complete different audience that didn't grow up on MTV Because MTV doesn't have any shows besides like Jersey Shore reruns, you know
2: (laughs) Yeah, now that you mention TikTok again Ashley would just explode so much if she did like one of those videos Where a sound from the Ashley Simpson show is playing in the background And she's lip syncing to it
0: Can you imagine?
2: Oh my god She
0: could completely own the moment (laughs) I love it Even if she did like a TikTok of like doing the hoedown Can you imagine like I guarantee you there would be so much news coverage And just like (laughs) Yes I think she is lighthearted and funny And I think she can make fun of herself And I think she would be down to do it You know like she just needs someone that Thinks of these things that can help her execute You know
2: Yeah so she has a lot of scenes with Josh in this episode and she's so obviously like head over heels obsessed in love with him and he seems a little antsy. <laughs> yeah. I you know it wasn't until I mean I've rewatched this lots of
0: times but it didn't really click to me that there's only one episode with Josh. It seemed like this huge At the time of this huge impactful relationship That like it had to have been more than One episode he was in you know It felt that way Yeah like it felt like it was like a whole season Of their relationship but it was just like 20 minutes and then by the end They like break up
2: (laughs) Yeah and I also noticed that She's kissing Ryan in the opening Yeah So like you can't really tell but like After the fact I can tell because they show Him from behind and his hair is just so Memorable well, yeah. that's what we'll, the word will they will use for that, um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh! You could see that she wasn't going to be with Josh through the whole thing, but they kind of showed little, like they cut to him a few times, looking really miserable or looking like pensive, like he doesn't know what to do, you know,
0: or just kind of like annoyed in general, right? Like,
2: uh. yeah, and I think like I love Ashley, so I'm like, what an idiot! How can you break up with her? But I feel like he's definitely showing signs of he's not as into her as she is to him And it seems like she's so like they're codependent and she's yeah. fine with it And he is clearly like has one foot out the door Every time they cut to him it's just it's it like exposes him so much <laughs> I think
0: Ashley is very much like a relationship person and i think she gets like very very into it and like very involved and kind of almost adapts to the person that she's with
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know like you can like see by who she was dating like and what she's wearing and stuff like what era it was and who she was with you know
2: Yes, definitely
0: <laughs> Like you see like her and Josh kind of dressing similarly And completely different look, you know You see like her button down striped shirt in episodes She gets like macaroni on and stuff And I'm just like I could never see her wearing anything remotely like that ever
2: <laughs> Now, yeah That's a whole other podcast is her style now Which I'm obsessed with Yes, I think she's like so on point She's killing it I really wish she would do a fashion line too I know that would kind of be like, okay, Jessica is the queen of that But I wish Ashley would do it too And
0: there have been so many times over the years where she's said she was Or there's been like press releases and articles or whatever Like right now I think she's meant to be doing a shoe and handbag line I think that was like within the last year or two, she said Really? And that never came up. So she was going to work with it on Tina, is what I remember hearing, and I think that that went out publicly and stuff. But a lot of stuff I feel like doesn't come to fruition, so
2: yeah, <laughs> I always
0: take it with a grain of salt. Like I would buy everything if it ever happens.
2: Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> yeah. I love her, like I love Jessica's style, and I do own a few things from her collection, and I love her personal style even more, but. Ashley is more me That like if Ashley sold clothes that are similar to what she wears now I would spend probably a very significant amount of money on her stuff I love her style I think it's so like effortless She always like has
0: this fun piece, you know, to her outfit That's like very unique to her
2: Yeah, and I love her It's kind of like glamorous boho, you know Yeah Like it'll be loose And flowy but then she'll also have like a blazer on to smarten it up a little bit And like you're saying she'll have a really fun piece like she'll have a metallic jacket or you know a really huge bag with studs and stuff all over it yeah, I feel like her style now I think is very much
0: influenced by Evan. Like they kind of always coordinate and like they just match and look good together, you know.
2: <laughs> they really do. And you can see they borrow each other's clothes and stuff.
0: Oh yeah. I think she loves that, right? Like borrowing her her boyfriend at the time, like things and you could see like her little her little influence per per each relationship that she's had.
2: Yes, and she has. You can tell in this episode she loves intimacy. Like she definitely craves heavy, heavy intimacy to the point where she asks Josh if she stinks and she shoves her armpit <laughs> right on his nose. <laughs> I would never. No,
1: <laughs> never. When I'm with him. Like I am so happy and I'm so comfortable with him. Hey. Hey. Do you love me today? Mm, do I stink? No. I don't. Do I? You smell better. Smell. Old spice. It smells like me. It smells good. He just makes me feel like really good about myself. She's
2: just so bold. Like you just have to love it. It's just like. Wow. Okay. Well, she has this kind of like one of the boys kind of intimacy, but then she's also like a hot girl. So it's kind of like she's kind of like the perfect girl in that way. Like, I think I, I mean, definitely looked up to Jessica when I was younger and wanted to be like her. But when Ashley's show came out, it was just like on another level. Like, I was just like, I want to be her. I want to be just like her. I want to be like pretty, but I also want to be funny and silly and goofy with guys, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then she would go, I mean, they show in this episode her in the studio and her singing unreachable and she just has this presence and this talent that is so deep at the same time like I was just like "Ugh, goals
0: oh my god unreachable to me is just like so it's amazing like seeing her record you know and her kind of struggling you know with her vocals in the beginning and Just, like, the way that it comes out, it's, like, this magic that they, like, pulled out, you know, of her. And it's crazy to me that, like, such a deep song is about, like, Josh, you
2: know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing is, he must have had that depth, too, right? Because. Yeah. She clearly, like, they clearly really had a connection, and every single time that you would see her, them together, she especially, but him too, like, they just seemed very, very together. Like, you wouldn't have expected them to break up if not for Josh's looks of death.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely I mean just from her perspective You know
2: Yeah And who knows like How they edited it And everything But you could tell They had a lot of footage Like this wasn't The footage from the past week They were showing Probably months worth Of footage of them Kissing and hanging out together And you know Every time he even walks by She's like I love you (laughs) Yeah I love that I love that too She's very I don't want to use The the word codependent Like she's just very attached You could tell Yeah I think she actually Handled it well though Because for being 19 and for having All the feelings that she then expressed In the songs and for being On TV and everything she's not as Broken as I would like she's Not losing her mind she's not being over Dramatic I
0: think it was like the Perfect time to have to record An album you know like I I think if she was happy and the relationship, you know, would have lasted longer, we would have gotten a completely different (laughs) set of songs. And so I'm thankful for Josh.
2: (laughs) Yes, I'm so thankful that that happened, not just for Unreachable, but Undiscovered. Oh my god. (sighs) Girl, so good. So they're like lying on the couch. They're reading a horoscope book. We've talked a lot about how Ashley is a Libra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's saying like Libras, once they find the one, they want to get married, which is exactly what we're talking about. I mean, even though I don't know that she wanted to marry him, but she, you know, makes a joke like, oh, do you want to get married? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, <laughs> She's like making
0: fun of him. And Tina is just
1: like, oh, God. I'm a Libra. People born in this state have great poise. They possess self-sufficiency and are very logical. They look for someone who shares their level of commitment and high morals. Once they find such a person, they begin thinking marriage. <gasps> want to get married? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I want to marry you either. Shut up. Yes,
2: of course, Queen Tina in there to help Ooh. Ashley clean. And this whole sequence is completely inspired by newlyweds. It's like, oh, look, another one of them doesn't know how to clean, but like, I didn't. I didn't think it was as. I mean, not that no Jessica harsh
0: on her, right? Like,
2: yeah, because Jessica was older and she was married. She seemed like more of an adult. So with her, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, she doesn't even know how to do the laundry or whatever. But Ashley's gets her first place. She's nineteen. Yeah. She's never lived out of her parents' house before. Like, I think it's pretty understandable that she doesn't. She doesn't know what a power strip is.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of times Tina has said too like she did everything for them so it was like a big shock to them one day you know had to kind of take over
2: (laughs) Yeah she said on Oprah that she would tell Jessica to clean her room and pick up after herself but then she just wouldn't and so she just ended up having to do it anyway Yeah But you know what? It all worked out because we got these hilarious reality show moments that helped contribute to their overall popularity and relatability of them. So it was all part of the plan. She washes the floor and she – oh, she says, I've lived here for two months and I've never cleaned it. In two months. (laughs) And she, like, doesn't have a vacuum or cleaning supplies. She doesn't know, like, what shower is for. (laughs) Yeah. And then she, like, swiffers the whole floor and she goes, my question is, how do I get out of here and climbs over the breakfast bar instead of just walking <laughs> across the floor. So she like hits her head on the lamp or something or is like trying to avoid <laughs> it. Right. Well this this whole episode is heavy and like I'm messy, I'm dirty, I'm smelly, I'm you know what I mean? Like Like I get lost, I'm always late, I can't you know, I locked my keys in the car or whatever it was. <laughs> right they're already pushing hard She's the opposite of Jessica Meanwhile Jessica was mess- like making So many flubs and saying crazy Things too it's just funny How now to see it They're not really that different But they're trying to you you just know That every time Ashley did something girly They didn't show it but every time she was like Oh I smell or something they were like Oh Ashley's the smelly dirty One and she's still like perfect
0: <laughs> Yeah I, I'm sure that It was all a part of the way that they were trying to Market her and Separate her brand and unfortunately She had to be like the the Boyish like you know Messy Young teen grungy Girl or whatever
2: Yeah so Ashley does Josh's Laundry and Tina is like are you Kidding I think Josh can do his own laundry You're not married to him and I was like, ooh, Tina, like, yes.
1: I did all Josh's laundry for him. Are you kidding? I think Josh can do his own laundry. You're not married well, no, to no, he does his own laundry. He just left a sack over here and I just did it because I was doing all my laundry oh. last night. No, it wasn't like that. He brought a sack over to do his laundry over here, here because he has to put a quarter in or whatever every time he does it at his, and so I just did it. Good job, Ash.
0: I think one of my favorite parts of the episode is when they break up and Ashley realizes there's still more of Josh's laundry there that she hadn't gotten around to washing yet. And she's like, uh, like if he thinks I'm gonna do his laundry now, like he can go take it to the machine and put a quarter in or whatever. <laughs> and just like like, ew, fuck you, you know.
2: Yes. <laughs> I love it. You can't if you're gonna dump someone, you can't leave a bunch of belongings. No, no. Gotta prepare for that like Katie Holmes So she sneaks into Ryan Carrera's room we see the first Shot of Ryan who This genuinely seems like it was not set up It seems like they actually (laughs) just walked In on him he's in bed And he like kind of Turns around but and looks but doesn't Say anything and they're all cracking up And (laughs) I just can't imagine like having that level of comfort and like I know that she's kind of like pulling a prank on him too But be just like walking in his apartment with her friends and filming him in the middle of the night or whatever
0: I feel like that's like where you really see her personality shine Seeing like how outgoing and like just really funny that she really is Yeah Like even with her doing, like, her Lloydine accent and stuff, and, like, or, like call, calling Jessica, and it's just, like, so funny and so cool to see that her playfulness and, like, her just not taking herself too seriously. Yeah. And, like, her dynamic with Lauren and Stephanie and, like, just being silly and just, like, having a good time and just being, like, very young and kind of growing up, you know.
2: Yeah, she can get away with it. And then yeah. she goes... To her other friend's house Is his name Rogers? Something
0: like that, yeah Where he like has pee on the seat or something And she's like, my butt's wet
2: Yeah, she's like announcing To everyone that his pee is on her butt So that's (laughs) (laughs) That happened I
0: feel like that's where you really see Like, you would never get this from Jessica You know
2: Mm Mm-mm no Jessica might like whisper it to Tina or something But she would never Yeah, It's just like this is very I'm one of the boys You know like I just go yeah. over to my guy friend's house And do whatever and say whatever And then yeah we meet the iconic Lloydine character Who is like uh, an aspiring model and <laughs> <laughs> And what else do we know about her? She's a very deep voice
1: I have this character, and her name is Lloydine, and she talks like this, and she has like this deep voice, and she's like, "Hey, what's up, I'm Lloydine? What's up, dog? Nice to meet you, <laughs> What kind of car do you drive? <laughs> a Dodge Stratus. Oh, really? Yeah. I drive a Suzuki Sidekick, a turquoise <laughs> one. What <laughs> f- is wrong with you? I'm gonna be a model.
0: Is is that when Ashley is talking about like some Suzuki car that she drives? Mm-hmm. I know she's doing a voice then, Yeah, and the, just like how perfect she does without breathing, like in one breath, like describing the link you know, the type of car or whatever. It's just, it's so funny to me. Like I wish people could see more of that from her.
2: I know it's hilarious, and it makes you wonder if she hadn't had that blunder on SNL, maybe she could have been in a few sketches or something. I think so.
0: Yeah. I would have loved to see her in some sketches.
2: Well, there's still time, Ashley. We want we want to come back for Lloydine. <laughs> <laughs> I just even love, I love to, Can you imagine?
0: Can you imagine like what other like kind of characters or whatever like she has or like does With people close to her
2: Well again, that's so perfect for TikTok. Yeah. And I could totally see like if Evan and her having a fight or something and he's mad at her I could totally see her pulling out Lloydine or some other character just like to make him laugh because he can't stay mad like maybe I've thought too much about their personal relationship but I could just see this happening so clearly like I feel like she's the girl that would be like goofy when someone's angry just to make them laugh
0: I could see that yeah that's so funny
2: (laughs) So Ashley and Tina are in the car And Ashley's on the phone with Josh And she's saying I miss you I love you And he has to go Of course they edit I mean they could have had a whole conversation But they edit it to make it seem like She's saying I miss you and he's just going I have to go (laughs) Oh my
0: gosh and I think she's saying something about it being Like the first day they haven't Seen each other since they met Or (laughs) or since their first date
2: or something like that And Tina's like I'm proud of you (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's proud of him because they spend too much time together and she's like you're going to end yeah. up getting sick of each other like you have to have your own lives, it's too much, da da da. And she's of course totally right, her wisdom. Yeah,
0: Tina you know, always coming in with a good advice.
2: Yes. And he later said that it's actually in the comments of this episode, he said a fan posted that he um he was like they posted the quote of him saying they dated for a year and a half. So that is every day for a year and a half with Without being apart for an entire day And they're both working Like she's on 7th heaven And he said that it was just too much Like he had just come off of pop stars And all of a sudden they're filming his relationship And he didn't want cameras around And so that's why they broke up And I'm just like okay I get it But you couldn't have said He was such a dick about it Yeah like and, and also in the next episode there's that scene with Jessica, where he's left Ashley a mean voicemail, and Jessica's like, "I would never even think the words that he said about anybody in my life." And I feel like sh- Jessica gets really upset and is
0: saying like that how much the family did for him, and mm-hmm. like, I don't remember like the specifics, but it was like they kind of welcomed him into their home and like. Ashley would pay for things And he ended up like completely flipping On all of them you know And saying like horrible things about I think Joe and just their family in general
2: Yeah she said that She's like oh he ripped apart my parents And my friends and everybody Like he just went off on her whole life And yeah I think Tina does Spill the tea that They paid for a lot of shit for him And also like gave a lot of guidance I think with career and all of that but yeah. how lucky is he Ashley says they met the day after He moved from Oklahoma Yeah and I feel like he Definitely you know rode that By
0: just knowing who Jessica Was and the I mean the magnitude of her career in seven definitely used that to his Advantage which Is upsetting you know
2: Yeah I mean she was just so crazy About him like you can just tell And that was one thing that made her again So relatable and All the, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself But all the scenes at the end Where after the breakup are just so cute It played a lot better commercially Than if he was just her boyfriend for the next few episodes Because we got to see her be so in love And then we got to see her be pretty much like out of the blue Dumped and all of the things that you go through with that And when she picks up his shoe and she's like, Josh's shoe (laughs) That is so relatable, right? That's like what
0: you do You're like, oh my god, this is their hairbrush Or whatever, and you're just like Over the most random items, right? Like just obsessing over
2: Yeah <laughs> So we'll talk about that more When we get to the end of the episode So Ashley's driving around in her New black Lexus And somebody yells out Britney Spears Britney Spears! <laughs>
1: People always do that. Did you hear that? Britney Spears. Oh my god. No, it's not Britney. And she said that happens to her
2: all the time. I think that's so funny. I think just because she just had this
0: super blonde hair at the time. And with the cameras, I think people just like went straight to that, you know?
2: Right. It was like a recognizable blonde was Britney.
0: Yeah, right? That's so funny to me.
2: And all the shots of like
0: her driving, it's funny. I live like in the neighborhood that she lived in at the time which i had no idea but now watching the episode back i'm like i know exactly where she is like that's the in and out i go to (sighs) where she's like stuck in the drive through and she's like playing the game with her radio where she's like does josh miss me or whatever you know Mm -hmm. so it's just like so surreal to kind of see the places that she passes and like you know, even where she records the album at the Jim Henson studio and stuff. Like, it's re- It's super cool. Like, her mom, for the longest time, lived in this area, too. And, yeah, it's just, like, such a big part of their family, like, this area.
2: Oh, that must be awesome to be around all of those iconic <laughs> Ashley Simpson show sites. Oh, my God, yes. Like, the place that she lived in
0: during the show... What It was like a condo type place where I think a lot of record labels or like TV studios would put up like up and coming celebrities, you know, that just signed their deals or whatever, almost like a camp, you know, and like they would give them these furnished apartments. That's why everyone was kind of like, oh, he's a singer and oh, he's like on this TV show or whatever, you know, and it was like their own little community of people like trying to break in
2: to the industry right like that place for kids it was like the oak something do you know what I'm talking about yes I live right right by there you do yeah, I do yeah. oh my gosh I've heard those like theater kid communities are can be a little scary yeah I know like you know like
0: Hillary has talked about living in one when she was like Younger like doing Casper and stuff Like staying there during filming or whatever But I think those places yeah are just like Notorious for Up and coming people trying to like Break out and you know They're being put up in these furnished places While they're away from home for the first time
2: Yeah I feel like I've seen Her apartment building on another reality show Or something like it looks so familiar to me
0: Like maybe the hills or something Right Mm -hmm. I don't know why I get that vibe
2: Yeah maybe so she goes to a songwriting Session with Stan Frazier Who she met at a Jessica Simpson Concert and Steve Fox who writes With Stan and what a random Thing like the drummer from Sugar Ray Is this guy that worked on all these Earlier songs with Ashley like that's such An interesting connection that Ashley would be backstage With Jessica and she ends up Connecting with this guy you know Yeah I wondered about that I wonder like If Ashley
0: was, like, a Sugar Ray fan or was, like, into that, you know, music, and that's why she kind of connected with him or, like, related to him in that way, to want to work with him and write with him on her first album, you know, which is, like, such a big thing and, like, really going to be how she's presented to the world, you know.
2: Well it seems like she's really close with Steve Like she talks to him like her best friend Mm -hmm. And then Stan we don't see as much of the relationship But she's writing a song in here And then Josh shows up And I'm like this is the perfect example of a place that he doesn't need to be Like you're working
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he's there like air drumming right?
2: Yeah and he's just sitting there staring into space Like looking Lost and miserable, and I'm like, Oh, you're present for the writing and recording of autobiography. Can you smile once? I know, should have been me, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, I then we wouldn't have had such good songs because I never would dump Ashley out of the blue. So then they go bowling and you, this I feel like you can really tell like they're she's crazy about him but then she goes and leave, like she leaves Josh wherever to go sit and talk with Steve Which this kind of felt like a setup scene because they were just like the way that it was filmed. It seemed like the producer was like, go sit there and talk about Jessica, you know? Yeah. Cause she definitely made a point. She's like, I'm gonna go over and talk to Steve. And what she says is actually pretty interesting. She says she's the typical second child.
1: I think in a lot of ways, I'm the typical second child in a lot of ways. My parents sort of laid the rules on my sister. And as for me, you tell me that Ashley, I really don't want you to go there
0: go there and I feel like almost that's like kind of relatable like such a second daughter syndrome type thing right like if you test my limits like I'm gonna push back
2: yeah and then she has that song they say I get away with murder <laughs> <laughs> is that the same thing with you like you were able to get away with more than your sister
0: I don't I don't know if I was able to get away with more because I always had to hear about my decisions which were, like weren't even super bad it was just like like when Lala came out I chopped all my hair off and dyed it black and my parents did not want me to dye my hair <laughs> and they were just like why are you doing this like why can't you just have your natural hair like and I was like no like I want this look like I was obsessed after I saw it. Ashley did an appearance on TRL. Mm -hmm. she was wearing like this rolling stone shirt and I was like I want to look exactly like that like I'm cutting my hair off she
2: looked so good that
0: day (laughs) yes I feel like she looked amazing and that was like the picture I printed out and took to the hairstylist and was like making me look like this (laughs) and so it was always like me like having my bangs all choppy or like whatever she did to her hair I was like oh I want my hair cut like that you know and I think my parents were just kind of like, you know, like surprised by me always like rebelling a little bit, like appearance wise or whatever, you know, I just wasn't like as like, go by the rules or easygoing as my my older sister was, you know, or like appeasing. I was just kind of like, you're gonna say no, and I'm gonna do it anyway.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And that's another connection is that You, when you cut your hair, your parents didn't like it. And when Ashley cut her hair, Tina was upset in season two, remember?
0: (laughs) Or even when she dyed it, because I think she dyed it with a box and her mom was like, oh no. Like, we should have taken you to a salon if you were going to do it anyway. Yeah. And then they were worried about like the promo too. Like, all her shots were her blonde with blonde hair. Mm -hmm. And then she dyed her hair like right before the album. But I honestly think like it was genius. Like, it really. You know, made it night and day for Jessica because it was like, here's the blonde one, here's the black one.
2: <laughs> oh my god, it was it was genius. That's one of the biggest for me like pop culture moments ever. If she hadn't done that, it would be if as if there were no Chicago Bulls in '97. You know what I mean? Like it's like
0: <laughs> wouldn't have been the same. And I feel like that's what made the shadow video like so iconic, like her wearing the blonde wig and then like, you know.
2: Playing Jessica
0: like the mirror side. Yeah I I loved it
2: Amazing Yeah it's amazing It really is such a great song And a song that still makes me kind of emotional Because it's when she starts off and says I was six years old and my parents went away Oh, Can you imagine that's so I mean it seems like you can Because you relate to it so much
0: (laughs) I think it's just so real It
2: is I respect her so much for putting that all out there kind of fearlessly the way that she did so she's talking to steve about how much things have changed how she worries about not looking as good as jessica
1: but no at times though i get so like wait a second i'm not gonna look as good as my sister or i'm not gonna look you know what i mean but at the end of the day though i don't care you know what i mean at the end of the day it's like cool like i am who i am
2: She talks a little bit about Shadow And how she was actually really hurt during her childhood By the whole Jessica thing And he points out how in a lot of showbiz families You kind of feel like you have to get another magazine cover To be able to get love or to measure up to what's going on
0: And I feel like that's so relatable in the sense of like You know with dynamics of siblings or whatever Where it's like you know Trying to be as successful at school Or you know just meeting goals or whatever like trying to get approval or attention from your parents and I feel like that that just made her more relatable you know I feel like that's something that people often have to deal with when you're you know not an only child definitely and especially you know having this like super successful beautiful like just like angel of a person that's like good you know like good at everything almost you know like you know she she does everything The way that people want it done And is very like appeasing And it's hard to compete with that Or not compete but just like shine In your own way next to it
2: Oh definitely I don't even know <laughs> I can't even imagine Jessica Being my older sister and also wanting To do entertainment you know Cause in in yeah. some you're like oh great right it's like it's not Ashley's fault that she was born second she's like I have to follow this you know
0: yeah but that reminds me of like a story I don't know if it was Jessica or Ashley that said it but it was like Jessica had her friends over and Ashley came downstairs with a guitar naked and started like playing in front of everyone <laughs> you know like it was like she had to fight to get the attention and she was gonna do it if it killed her. you know like she was gonna be seen
2: (laughs) oh yes naked with a guitar (laughs) definitely getting seen I also remember Jessica saying that she always thought Ashley was the one who was gonna be famous even though she was younger was it because of ballet do you remember well I don't think the exact quote was famous first but she meant like I thought she was the showbiz person in the family because she was always like singing and dancing and doing shows and doing voices yeah. and all that kind of stuff and everybody kind of thought of Ashley as the one that was like you know when a, when a kid is like really little and they're like oh that one's gonna be this or that one's gonna be that I was like yeah everybody was like whoa like Ashley's gonna be on stage yeah
0: I feel like Jessica was maybe a little bit more shy right like she was more singing in church but like not as in your
2: face. Definitely. And in that the e Ho- true Hollywood story of their family they mentioned so many times, like, well, Ashley's a wild one. Like, watch out for Ashley. Like, Ashley will fly off the handle. Ashley will, you know, be so loud or obnoxious or whatever. And I'm just like, damn, she's still getting that annoying kid thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's like their easy way of like trying to separate them or something. Mm-hmm. Or that like,
2: the only way that they know how to like explain, like, oh, this one's different because of this, you know? Right. So there's more scenes of Ashley and Josh. The, there's one where she's sitting on the kitchen counter and he's standing like right in front of her. He's really close to her and she's like you're not loving on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of similar. Like when I if I'm in love, I just want you very 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 close. So I totally get it, but them editing all the clips together makes her look really needy and a little over the top and um they're on the couch talking about How Josh is recording music too And she asks him if he's going to re-record a song And he jokes He's like oh it's about my other girlfriend She's all math Yeah I'm like it's a joke Ashley But also like mm, I don't know if they were having problems at that point But if they were it's kind of like He was joking but not It's almost like he's like trying to like get her angry right or something
0: like a reaction out of her
2: Yeah I mean how old is this guy at this point like 20 Yeah (laughs) So like he's probably wants to break up with her but doesn't know how to or what to say so he's just like He's
0: like picking fights
2: Yeah Yeah it comes off like that Then they have a meeting at Geffen Ashley is late It was supposed to be at 1 and Ashley thought it was at 2 And Joe is like, okay, whatever, you can explain that to Jordan And you can tell throughout this whole series that Joe spends 90% of his time waiting for Ashley (laughs) They go into the room and Ashley, she does explain it She repeats the same thing, she thought the meeting was at 2 and it was at 1 And Jordan just goes, well, when you look like that and you sound like that, you can get away with it And Joe, like, covers his head and his hands and is like, oh, like, please don't tell my daughter that she can get away with
0: this. (laughs) I think it's just, like, crazy to kind of see almost the confidence that she has in that. Because you're talking about, like, he's the president of a label. Like, he's probably one of the busiest people ever. And I'm sure, you know, his meetings are, like, back to back. And his time is very important. And so... You know, her kind of saying like, oops, you know, like she just kind of like sweetens it, you know, a little bit where I'm sure he missed out on something else that was important, you know, because she was late and he's just like, well, you know, you're, you're you and you can get away with it. But to just kind of like, you know, play it off as like confidently as she does, like, oh, you know, love's sake, no big deal. <laughs> I just think like, it, it just shows like,
1: you know. I think we got to work on her is her on time Well, no, no, okay I thought it was at two You know what? When you look like that You sound like that You're gonna be able to get away with it All right
2: (laughs) It shows that immaturity But it's cute It's not annoying Because it's Ashley But, you know You asked Jessica If she ever was late To one of her record meetings No Like (laughs)
0: Yeah
2: (laughs) When you have to really fight for it Ashley I mean, I love her But she did not realize What she was handed You know Yeah and so she's funny. just showing up late She's just acting silly and whatever Like she doesn't care She's just like this is who I am And I do love that about her But I'm sure all of the 45 year old people around her were like okay Yeah He's uh putting a huge focus on make sure you're different than Jessica Well you know what?
0: we got a lot of work to do
1: we have to make sure that you're the opposite of your sister, obviously. She's imaged and marketed the way that she is. Yeah. Right? And what we got to do is let everybody know right away that that has nothing to do with Ashley Simpson. Exactly.
2: Ashley says in the interview that sometimes she realizes she's naive about the record industry, but Jessica's told her how hard it is at the same time. and. She's stressed because she has so much work to do And it's like shit is getting real Like as much as it's a dream come true I feel like she also Like once you get to that level Where you're really like in the thick of it You're making an album People are going to hear it soon You have to figure out how to market yourself And how to look And now you're going to be getting compared To this other person Who you've had an issue like this with your whole life And it's like all the pressure Is kind of hitting her And then at the same time Josh is being shady and is about To break up with her
0: Yeah it's definitely everything Hitting her at once
2: Jordan says I don't want people buying Ashley Simpson for a song I want people to buy Ashley Simpson Meaning her whole brand Her whole everything And that's exactly I'm guessing Why this show was created right Is because we did by actually like it definitely yes. was not just about the song, it was like, "I love her as a person,
0: and I think it worked right, because I think when you there are like artists that you're like, "Oh, I love this song," but you have no like personal connection to them as a person, mm-hmm. and then there are people that you like cling onto to that you kind of decide to dedicate yourself to, <laughs> supporting and following along through you know all the ups and downs or whatever different projects that they do along their career and I feel like how many years later has it been and we're still waiting to buy an album that may or may not ever happen or you know go to whatever event may pop up and it's just like we're sold on the person and it It, like, gives you, like, a different, like, dedication to that brand, you know, when you have that personable connection.
2: Exactly. It's such a deeper level than just, oh, I love that song. You know, I saw somebody talking about Free Britney, and they – it was, like, a tweet that went viral, and it was, like, they made the mistake of thinking that we only care about Britney, the pop star, and that's what we want her to keep churning out, but we actually care more about Britney, the person, and – That's completely true like I am A diehard Britney super Fan but if she never releases music Again I don't care I just want Her to be happy like I I just Want that like infectious smile And laugh and goofiness back You know and freedom and all of that It doesn't really matter and I feel the same Way about Ashley like ultimately I mean she hasn't Been through an experience like this But if she doesn't ever want to release music Again like it's all good I just want her to have a great Life and it's amazing how things have worked out for her And that was actually the comment that Eric liked on my um, post the other day Where I was saying as a fan it's so great to see Jessica so happy every day You know it's just like it's just like a deeper connection like you're saying
0: Yeah definitely absolutely free Brittany, And she deserves like all the happiness and all the you know love and She deserves to be able to live her life The way that she Wants to is what Every human deserves right Freedom
2: Yes I could do like a dissertation on this So I'm gonna (laughs) Get back to the episode but yeah I I totally Agree I'm like It's driving me crazy every day with all this news And everything I just want her To be free to make her own decisions Like at least Ashley's deciding You know that she doesn't want to do music or whatever It's her freaking choice
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, it has a lot to do with, I really think the reason that Ashley stopped doing music was because she, you know, she got pregnant with Bronx and that was a surprise. And it was right in between the launch of Bittersweet World. So it didn't get the promotion that it was intended to, you know. And then she had to cancel a tour right before it was about to start. And I don't know if you remember, but at the time, there were, like, MySpace bulletins. Yes. And I remember her posting a bulletin that said, like, the dog ate my tour. She was like, I don't know what excuse to give. And she she was, like, writing different, like, generic, like, excuses. And I just thought it was so funny. But I just think that she, you know, with Pete touring and Fall Boy being at, like, the height of their career at the time, one of them – of had to choose to adjust more than the other and I think she really sacrificed and gave up right at the height you know where th- her popularity you know I think it could have been completely different had she approached it differently you know because now you see like what Halsey is about to release an album and she's like super pregnant and it doesn't change things as much as you know before with, you know, people are trying to do it all and stuff. And I think Ashley made a conscious decision to to kind of step away and dedicate her time to Bronx. But I think that's what she was happy with, you know, and I'm happy for her.
2: That's amazing. And her children will definitely, as they get older, start to recognize and appreciate that. Maybe that's it. Like, maybe there is no deep psychological reason behind Her not doing music anymore Maybe she's just like I have children And I just want to be here for them I don't want to be on the road you know
0: I don't know if you're familiar like with The Kardashians but it almost seems Like the way that Courtney is where she's Like I could do that and accept This role or project or whatever But like I kind of rather just Spend time with my kids
2: (laughs) Yeah yeah I saw that And I was like I completely agree with her Because I feel like most people would love to just Be able to Hang out with their family and make money Like millions upon millions of dollars Just for hanging out with them and filming These fake reality scenes And then hang out the rest of the day with your kids And not have to go to the office And not have to come up with New designs and styles and work with a team And all that kind of stuff that Kim does Not everybody Wants to have all of these ambitious ventures A lot of people are just kind of happy with Whatever they can do In order to be around their children I think a lot of people just work basically To support them, you know Yeah, and I feel like Ashley is very comfortable Now and her and Evan, you know, have a great Life and
0: There's nothing that is like pushing Her to like go out and work And leave her kids, you know And Give up, you know, some of that time. Mm-hmm. I think a big part of why she did the project with Evan was because it was a family thing, and she wasn't away from him, and she wasn't, um, you know, away from Jagger, and Jagger came along, and you know, I think that's kind of what enticed her, and ultimately made that come together over her doing something solo.
2: Yeah, that makes total sense. And what do you think about Pete's Howard Stern interview and him saying that he was depressed, and that's why the marriage ended from everyone I know that was close to them during that
0: time, everyone said that their like marriage was doomed from the start. I think it had a lot to do with like Ashley was so young, like if you think about it, she was twenty three when she got pregnant, and she was a huge pop star like that's insane,
2: yeah,
0: and all of a sudden, like her whole career kind of got given up and taken away and she had to adjust, you know, and I know, you know, she had Bronx at twenty four and like she got married and within the span of like a year, she was like her album came and went, her tour got cancelled, she got married, she had a baby. She was still like twenty four by the end of all that. And I think it was a lot of pressure to put on her relationship, you know. Um, being young parents and both of them having these rigorous like touring schedules and The way that you said earlier, like, Ashley clings and likes being very close to her partner. Pete was gone a lot. Like, I remember just after Bronx was born, like, Fall Boy was touring, like, in Japan and stuff. Like, and they, you know, I think Ashley even took Bronx to part of the tour and he was just super little and stuff. But I think it was just, like, a lot. And he was away, just like way too much, and I don't think that's what she wanted.
2: Mm-hmm. Didn't it switch at some point? And he said, like after the Fallout Boy-, Boy tour ended, he was like home. He was a stay-at-home dad, and I think he kind of missed the praise and the fans and being the rock star.
0: Yeah. So then he decided to do this side project with Black Hearts with the singer Rexa. and him and Ashley were still together at the time. And she wasn't super thrilled that it was a female singer. (laughs) Hmm. And also that Pete had just taken a break from Fall Boy and all of a sudden she was going to kind of get him back and he was going to be around. And then right away, he kind of threw himself into another project that was going to tour and met him being gone again. You know? Yeah. So I don't think that went over so well.
2: Well, the wedding pictures are iconic. At least we have that. Oh my god, she's so—I, I think that's super
0: cool. Her Alice in Wonderland themed wedding, and me too. She just looks—she looks so beautiful, and I love like, you know, I love that Jessica and you know all the Fall Boy members were in the wedding and. It's just, like, so cool to see, like, that dynamic and her super goth, like, theme and Mm -hmm. all the dark flowers and black bridesmaid, you know, dresses and stuff.
2: Yeah, and the 80s birthday party that she had, the prom. She's so creative, right? I'm like, oh, my God, why did I never do that? I love that. She's, like,
0: prom queen.
2: I know, and what a fun couple they seem to be or were.
0: Yeah. I think they were just one of those couples that were, like, Super in love, but
2: toxic. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Very high highs and low lows.
2: Yeah. It does happen. Wait, what is Pete's sign? Pete's a Gemini. Ooh, okay. Gemini and Libra. Interesting. You guys can make your own determinations about what happened there. (laughs) So, Steve calls Ashley and he tells her that they can finish writing this song called Alone up in this canyon. And so, Ashley's wearing flip-flops and she can't get up the freaking hill and this again is me like I feel like I always have the wrong shoes nobody ever tells me what we're gonna be doing and then I end up like (laughs) falling down or not like and everyone's like oh Leah's like whatever and I just feel completely like a dork and this Was shown very clearly in
0: this scene. And she's like, I'm not going to be able to make it down. So,
2: yeah. And, and I, Steve like yells up to Stan and he's like, No way, no way. She has two shades of flip flops. So good. Yeah. And
0: they just kind of give up, right?
2: Yeah. But then she does make it. She does finally make it. He like drags her up there by her arm. And, you know, I'm happy they did because I thought it was a really creative, nice thing for them to make a point to record up on this. Mountain at Sunset. Yeah.
0: I love that scene. I think it's so cool. And I, I I was actually trying to figure out like what canon he was talking about, but he says it too quickly.
2: <laughs> I know. I was trying to figure it out too, but I don't know. So they were doing a song called Alone. Did she ever did was there ever a full demo released of that?
0: No, and every time I watch this episode, there's so many demos that they play and I'm like, I would kill for someone to give us these songs just to kind of hear how the album developed right Like because it sounded so different At one point you know Some of these demos like, You're like wow
2: Yes it did it definitely It would show a arc And a story because right after this In like episode 3 I think They want her to Reformat and meet with all of these Other writers and stuff which was partly Good but Jordan didn't Really like the demos that were Coming out of these initial sessions with Stan and Steve Yeah,
0: Except for Unreachable right? Is that the Only one that made it out of the Songs that they worked on? I don't know Let me check because I know we're not Meeting with Jordan Ashley says something like she has 20 songs written with them and she's like oh well maybe something from it you know can be used
2: Yeah and how interesting that like she chose them to work with out of everybody okay so yeah Yeah. wow they're only credited on unreachable That kind of makes me sad for them just because
0: I feel like they pulled a lot out of her you know and
2: you you get to know them and I just feel bad (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seems like such a good partnership And so natural and they all seem so close It says on Wikipedia All tracks are written by Ashley, John Shanks And Cara Dioguardi except where noted So that's most of the songs And then it looks like Cara didn't write On Love Makes the World Go Round or Undiscovered So that was just Ashley and John Shanks Then she wrote Giving It All Away with John Feldman And she wrote Love Me For Me with John Shanks and Shelley Peekin. Then Unreachable is the only one with multiple Billy Mann is on there like different writers. So. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say I feel like it's so iconic that she, you know, worked with John Feldman and John Shanks,
0: who like two humongous like producer and songwriters like
2: mm-hmm. John
0: Feldman I feel like has worked on like every pop punk like album that's like iconic.
2: Yeah, and John Shank said just a couple years ago that he's like, I've worked with so many people, and Ashley Simpson's album is one of the number one things that gets mentioned to me when I'm just out and about.
0: I love it. I would love to meet him and just tell him how, how grateful I am.
2: <laughs> yes. They really had a good collab, too. Oh, she needs to call him. You're right. She does. That would be amazing.
0: Because he worked on, like, Kelly Clarkson and, like, So many hits from like the early two thousands that were huge.
2: Yeah, and around this time he was working with Michelle Branch and I love her albums The Spirit Room and Hotel Paper. He worked on both of those. Oh wow. And he did breakaway with Kelly Clarkson, which like
0: Yes. That album.
2: Yes. Like I know there's Kelly stands that love everything, but like no, Breakaway was a different like it was a different level, yeah. So this is oh so the scene after this is when she leaves and they're playing the she's playing the psychic game with the radio and she goes to in and out and she's asking the radio questions which I love that she's like into spiritual like psychic stuff where she's asking the radio questions like is Josh having fun does Josh miss me and all of that I think it's really cute
0: I love is she's like, Will I ever get married? and whatever and um I think it's like an Aerosmith song plays or crazy. something. Crazy like, Yeah, crazy plays. And I was after that I started doing that. I was like, This is fun. Yeah. And I remember like even doing it with like my like my iPod, putting it on shuffle and like ask a question I'd I'd be like, No, that's not the song that I wanted.
2: <laughs> yes, I need to play that tonight. Honestly, I have some questions. So much fun. <laughs> So then we get the end of the episode where Ashley first she says that her and Josh are going through a tough time and she doesn't really know what's going on and then she reveals that in the process of like this episode and these scenes shooting he told her that they should just break up
1: I don't know I just don't know what to say because I feel like we're like at such a point where like I don't know what we are and just like I don't know what to say You should see love actually and think about me He's like so I think we need to break up Right He has to come get his stuff. One of us had to, like, eventually say, okay, look, we're not on the same page. We can't be together. Sucks. Well, did he say he wanted to get his stuff, or did you say that? He said it. Usually coming to get your stuff is like, uh... You're broken up. Yeah, like, that's it.
2: Ashley's on the couch. She invites her friend over, and Ashley's like, I want to cry, and her friend Lucy is there, and she goes, just write a song. (laughs) It's like
0: girl she did And that's when Jessica is like Jessica's on TRL or something huh? And it like cheers her up
2: Yes it's so cute That scene always I have I always remembered that scene Because I thought it was so cute How Ashley reacts to seeing her Like even though she's not there It's kind of just seeing her on TV It's, it's a comfort And she's like I love my sister yeah. I want
1: to cry Just write a song Yeah I need to <gasps> Jessica I love my sister, I know she's like,
2: Oh, Jessica, (laughs) so sweet. It really is a nice moment. Then they go through this montage of her like in bed. She's like, I don't know what to do. Then she's on the floor. And they talk about the dirty clothes and the shoe and all of that. And it's just so like, I think most people feel like the underdog and most people feel like the rejected one. And everybody's had a moment where they like, wanted a certain person. To feel a certain way about them And they're just like, nope And to see someone who is so pretty And is successful and working on an album and stuff You think like, oh, she would easily be able to get any guy And here he is just dumping her It just made her so, like we're saying a million times, relatable
0: Yeah, definitely
2: Then we get this beautiful, more natural It's not acoustic But it's close Like it's close It's a more pared down Version of Unreachable And it is so good And I love her vocals
0: They're just so raw, right? Like you can really feel the emotion In her vocals
2: Yeah, I love the way that she even sings Just the word Unreachable Like it's a little bit different from the album Yeah, it's just I actually prefer the Final version? Mm -hmm. Do you like the show version more? Well, I like the power behind the final version, but I do think I don't know, I really love I just love her tone in this. Like without
0: The like rawness. Yeah, and with just like without being fluffed.
2: Yeah, and there's just like a lack of heavy instrumentation and heavy production and just seeing it too paired with all the scenes of them And it's just very, very, very effective Like I remember watching this like it was yesterday And being like, okay, I'm here I'm I'm here for the Ashley Simpson show I'm sold, I'm on board, like thank you
0: Yeah, I did that. I feel like they did such a great job Like encompassing all of these emotions Into the first episode that like really draws you in And keeps you wanting to watch to find out, you know, like How she moves on from this heartbreak
2: Yeah, and she really does She really, like you really do get a sense of who she is Her personality, her music style And how there are these two sides of her That I've kind of been talking about Like the goofy, funny, silly side And then She can write these amazing lyrics with this emotional depth that you're like, wow, like, that's what she feels that relationship was. Like, we're not seeing that, but she's expressing that, you know?
0: Definitely. I think, like, music was an outlet for her to kind of get deeper, you know? And, like, I feel like she's the fun and silly person, like, around her friends and stuff. But, like, there are so many layers to her. Like, I think I said before, like, she, I think she's deeper than, like, people realize, you know? And and music was an outlet for her.
2: Yeah I would just love to I just want to know what's on her mind Now you know cause like we didn't even Get like a Pete divorce album You know oh my god I would have loved that we just got that for a heart Right and I wish we
0: could have Seen more into like that project With Linda Perry that never was Released
2: oh my god Her and Linda Perry are you kidding it would have Been so perfect
0: And I think Linda has worked with Jessica Right
2: has she I know
0: that they did some stuff, like, in Jessica's studio, but I don't know if any of that ever came to fruition either.
2: I'm hoping that
0: it will. I would love Jessica to do, like, a full album. I think Jessica will do it before Ashley.
2: Okay. Well, Jessica is going to do it before Ashley, unless Ashley (laughs) has a surprise. Because Jessica said on Good Morning America that she's getting back into music now. And that Eric is, like, for the first time Kind of getting to see her That's so
0: exciting, right? To, like, have, you know, her kids now Get to be a part of it And her husband
2: I can't wait to just hear what her sound is like now And I, I mean, I can't wait I mean, Ashley, too That's, like, what I'm saying I'm so curious as to what she would write about now Besides just, obviously, like, she would probably have love songs For Evan and stuff And maybe a song about her kids and everything But She is willing to go to that dark place Um, And I just googled Linda Perry Jessica Simpson Because I couldn't think of a release that she had worked on But on February 29th, 2016 Linda Perry posted an Instagram saying Fun times with at Jessica Simpson And it was like in the studio, right? Like the home one that she built or something? I don't know because when you click it It says that the page is no longer there but it says Jessica Simpson is back in the studio With producer Linda Perry And yeah I don't know I guess that was never released But we'll have to Oh maybe we'll wait and see What do you, What kind of music do you think I'm um, sorry Jessica would put out now I feel like it would be similar To the open book songs You know I I think it would be Folksy pop With less instrumentation more acoustics More some leaning toward country But not fully Kind of like flirting with it a little bit on some songs But I definitely yeah. think it, it would be less produced And more raw and personal
0: That's definitely the vibe that I got from the open book songs I'm just hoping that she'll do like A ballad or two <laughs> Yes belted. You no, know? Yes because I try to tell people all the time like Jessica Simpson Has one of the best voices Ever like people don't People need to remember that.
2: <laughs> I know. I recently posted a video of her in a chorus line, I think it was, at her high school. And it's, I mean, the performance is perfect. It's, like, unbelievable. I mean, I think, like, people don't appreciate her talent because she ended up becoming so huge for her personality. Like, it's yeah. it's both of them. The personality is so much of what we fell in love with, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think maybe she just needs like some good songwriters and like a really good song to sing. I feel like she can sing anything.
2: Yeah, definitely. I would love to hear what her pipes are like today. She's also had a lot of like memes and TikTok videos of maybe some moments where her performance wasn't as strong as other times. But I always try to post like the really amazing, breathtaking moments of her singing because there are so many. Yeah,
0: I feel like some of that is just like nerves, you know, and just she sings live
2: all the time. (laughs) Yeah, there's gonna be not every performance is gonna be perfect when you do that. That's why people do it because they're too afraid to have a misstep on TV. Exactly, and I
0: think she's just kind of like, well, you know, I want to be real.
2: Yeah, she has so much more. To offer, Like I think she understands that If she messes up on TV or she does something stupid It's not the end of the world And that's probably also why she could be so vulnerable in her book And talk about her dependency on alcohol And the mistakes that she made And everything involving that Yeah, I feel like she's so open and brave about her story And
0: her experiences
2: Yes, and we're getting more on this Amazon deal, so I'm excited excited. I I mean Ashley has to be in part of this docuseries right I'm really hoping
0: and I'm hoping that the music also she'll be like oh Jessica's like back in it like and make her miss it enough to do something
2: (laughs) oh I hope so my ultimate dream is that they'll do a co-headlining tour that would
0: be amazing
2: so this next segment was kind of hard to do but we can get into our fashion segment And the reason why it was difficult is because there's so many different outfits in this And Ashley is also more prone Because I usually do these for the Newlyweds episodes Ashley's more prone to just throw on something Whereas Jessica does more like outfits
0: Yeah, and I feel like hers is very like put together, you know Coordinated and stuff And Ashley is like very much like on her own Probably doesn't have a stylist at all And (laughs) you can tell
2: Yes, you could tell that she got a lot of stuff from like Paxon and Zoomies
0: Yeah, the like Dickies <laughs> and the like studded belts and.
2: Yes, yes And when I was like 12, I would try to wear like Volcom and Etneys and stuff And I would get called a poser at school and people would make fun of me So when I saw Ashley like rocking those clothes without being a skater or whatever I was like, yes
0: Yes, that was definitely me like the high top chucks because she had green ones and the like dickies like lower like she'd wear them super low with like a studded belt and the yeah packs on shirts like you said or she'd always be wearing like paper boy caps or like some kind of trucker hat and hoops I feel like are the one thing that has always been her thing where I've seen her consistently wear them through all the eras.
2: oh she's always rocked a hoop
0: Yeah, like, I've noticed that in this first episode, she's wearing, like, kind of thin hoops, and, like, she still wears, I mean, they're much thicker now and stuff, and more stylish and on trend, but, you know, you see some things that, like, have stuck out of her style.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she wears, it's it's funny, because she's not girly, but she does have all these, like, girly touches, like, she wears earrings in every single scene all the time, and they're always different, And you can tell that when she does go out There is thought put into her outfits It's just it doesn't have to be perfect Like I think she likes the baggy look And the you know She'll have like messy clothes on But then her hair will be like really cute and styled You know she has a good balance Yeah I think it's a little like
0: I guess effortless on her part, where she's like, no, yeah, like go with the flow kind of thing, you know, with the outfit. And then I think she seems particular about her hair.
2: Yeah, and I like her choppy bangs. And I like in the the one interview where she's kind of like she has a ponytail and she leaves out like part of her hair on the side, so there's some hanging out. Like it's around cute. her
0: ears. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's the first person that I saw with like the choppy bangs, like swept over type look. Like she's always been a super like trendsetter, as far as like her, her hair and style choices. Like I've noticed a lot of things. I'll see her wear due to her hair, and I'm like, oh, that's very different. And then two or three months later, everyone is doing it, and I'm like, wait, oh my god, Ashley! Like I remember ombre hair like actually Mm -hmm. had long black hair and then her ends like halfway down went blonde and I was like what did she do to her hair like I liked it black and I was so happy she had gone back to black and I think she got bored of it and yeah she like added the blonde in and then all of a sudden like ombre was everywhere and she's the first person like I ever saw have it
2: yeah she's the I feel like it's very easy for her to just like have that foresight when it comes to fashion and just be like I'm just going to try it whatever like she yeah. doesn't she's not too inhibited.
0: I think she takes risks and she's just kind of like, "Well, you know, we'll see how it goes." Yeah. And I think it pays off.
2: It does, and even Jessica wrote in her book that she continues to just be amazed by the way that Ashley lives her life however she wants to and she doesn't do anything that she doesn't want to do and whereas Jessica feels obligated to be this good girl, you know.
0: Yeah I feel like that part of her brand kind of catches up to her you know like she is trying to please people and like what what they kind of expect from her mm-hmm. and actually it's just kind of like well my brand is I'm always doing my own thing so I'm gonna keep doing that.
2: <laughs> yeah this outfit shows up a few times during the episode like when she goes on the meeting she's wearing like a purple sweater and baggy jeans and she also wears this to record or to write the song um with Stan and Steve and she has like
0: the scarf on, right? And like a hat, trucker hat or
2: something. She yeah, she has that skinny like rainbow scarf and that was yeah. that was one of the biggest trends of the time, like the very skinny scarves that did not keep you warm, but they had them at every <laughs> store.
0: I wonder what time of year it even was because it seems so funny to me that she would be wearing Like a a scarf, a scarf in LA And so
2: <laughs> Well I know that some of the earlier scenes There is a jack-o'-lantern uh, On okay. her Counter and then When Josh breaks up with her She says like Oh we've been apart the entire Christmas holiday Got it Okay that kind of makes sense Yeah I think they filmed it from like September slash October on But I'm not sure
0: And um, then the album came out in June right So it was like I wonder how long they filmed
2: Yeah It was a long time because if she still I mean I could see her leaving that jack-o'-lantern There for a while so maybe it wasn't like
0: <laughs> Yeah you know, But then but, it's Christmas um, right Like when, they, when they're In New York and she gets like Her ear pierced and stuff in they're In the hotel room
2: yeah, and she gets that tree. Yeah. So so yeah, they filmed for like at least seven, eight months. Yeah. Crazy. And then they film more, you know, bef- like before the second season even heads. they film in right into the rest of the year. So Um she wears that scene where she's cleaning the apartment, she has like the gray gaucho pants on, which also were a thing that everybody wore. And then Mm -hmm. she just has like a gray big t-shirt on And she's wearing those flats that Josh tells her are ugly And then she points it out to Tina
0: And Tina says those are the ugliest shoes I've ever seen
2: Yeah, but then she's wearing them again later in the episode I think it's so funny. They are interesting Yeah, that's (laughs) what I would call them Because
0: they're like, the front almost looks like a ballet flat And then it just cuts off halfway down her foot
2: yeah at the bowling alley she's wearing like maroon pants and she has this black cameo on that has this white lace um around the edge I really thought that was cute
0: Yeah I feel like that was super early 2000s right like the team tops with the lace and like people would layer them and stuff
2: Yeah she was always layering like I feel like she had t-shirts underneath or camis underneath a lot of her clothes. Yeah. Um, she has that really cute purple slouchy beanie that she wears somewhere. But I think they just show the car scene, and then she also has in one of the interviews she's wearing these earrings. They're like silver long chains that have green stars on them. That was like Claire's. Yes. That that was every like. Claire's, I had so many earrings like that That would get all tangled up on each other And it was so exciting for me to go Like, or Claire's, or Mandy's Or the icing, or Fashion Bug Like, getting those cheap costume earrings Like, that was everything
0: Yeah, that and, like, the black gel bracelets Yes (laughs) Super, like (laughs) Like, right back to 2004 Mm -hmm. Did you ever have anything from her Claire's line?
2: No, I'm a failure. What What was it?
0: It was, like, just a bunch of random jewelry pieces. Like, I had this cross, which is super funny now. It was, like, a gothic cross. <laughs> there was, like, these gel bracelets, but it had, like, a little metal piece that connected two in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it just said, like, L-O-V-E, and the other side, like, had the signature in it or whatever. <laughs> it was just, like, Wait. a bunch of, like cheesy like kind of the costume jewelry or whatever
2: was this like 2007
0: I want to say that it was a, it was released after autobiography if not between like maybe it was for the IMB era but I feel like the autobiography picture of her was on it that's maybe why I'm confusing the the like tags had an older image of her but I think it was like 2005
2: Didn't she also have, like, t-shirts at Hot Topic?
0: She had a line at Wet Seal that I had where she, like, that came out with, like, the release of Bittersweet World, and then we could get in a super, like, off-topic, like, she did a Thermosilk campaign, and she was, like, on the bottle, and I bought, like, 25 bottles (laughs) or something, (laughs) and all I would use was Thermosilk and, like eat those liquid ice things from the commercial that her and Jessica did.
2: Is it liquid or is it ice?
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's
2: That's amazing. So So do you have like a collection of memorabilia going back to this time? Yeah, I have like boxes.
0: I actually just moved in with my boyfriend and it was like trying to condense things in a couple boxes, like all these different like magazine clippings and like jewelry. And I have like autobiography like buttons that they sold at the concert or like glow sticks that say like I am me <laughs> or even like um I used to street team and I have like some stickers left over. If you want I can send you one. <laughs> oh
1: my god but, yeah it's just so like nice.
0: so funny and like so like random like stuff that I'm like if there was a fire like this is the stuff that would mean the most to me, you know, that wouldn't mean anything to anyone else.
2: Right. No, but that's everything. I wish I had an autobiography tour t-shirt because every once in a while they pop up on eBay for like $75.
0: Oh my gosh. I have this, the one that I bought at the concert and Mm -hmm. I remember they only had like a large adult large left and it was so big on me. But now like, it fits so comfortably and I'm like I'm so happy that (laughs) that ended up happening because I probably wouldn't have been able to wear it you know if I bought it at 14 and I was trying to wear it when I'm 31 (laughs) so yeah I still like regularly try to rock those in my you know I'll wear it to work and stuff.
2: (laughs) oh my god yes if I saw somebody walking down the street with an Ashley Simpson shirt I would be like oh my god you're my friend
0: (laughs) right I
2: love it yeah um, Was there any other fashion from the episode You wanted to bring up Oh there's that yellow and maroon like rugby shirt That she wears when Josh breaks up with her Ah uh,
0: the like long sleeve one right
2: Very Ashley Yeah very yeah. 2000s
0: That and just like I think I mentioned before Like when she's sitting on the couch And she tries to fling macaroni at him She's wearing like this Button down Like it almost looks like a shirt you would wear to the office
1: this is so
0: funny to me. Like, her, like, sometimes you see her like super trendy and like in the like pop punk type outfits, then sometimes she just kind of looks like, you know, very random. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very like she is just like us and got her clothes from Forever 21 or something.
2: Yeah, for sure. She definitely shopped at the mall. Like, you could tell she was a mall girl.
0: Yeah. And I love that, um, I think in a different episode, maybe the second, when she's meeting with John Shanks for the first time, she's telling him that she was supposed to wake up earlier to go to the mall and buy underwear because she ran out of clean ones. (laughs) And he's, like, asking her, like, "Uh, so how are we doing then? And she's like, Oh, I'm wearing some from when I was like 12 years old.
2: <laughs> yeah. I oh, love it. It's so
0: she... funny. Like, who would tell someone that?
2: Especially on camera. Right. She tells these, like, she tells these TMI stories with such ease. Yeah. I know.
0: And I'm like, oh my God, I would never want anyone to know that. And she's just like, yeah. So, that's, you know, like, that's what happened kind of thing. And just so, like, you know. I don't know effortless and just kind of like this is who I am
2: yeah and Jessica's the same way like she'll just announce that she has to poop or whatever
0: oh my god I know (laughs) (laughs) I guess like I never realized that that you know they're just kind of like who they are you know and don't sugarcoat it and I really like that
2: yeah I feel like their family is just very open like even all this stuff with Joe being like oh you know Jessica has these double d's and everything like I don't get this like pervy gross thing from it. It's just kind of like they're all really open with each other and they talk about those things.
0: Yeah. I think they're just like super close.
2: Yeah. It's actually nice to see how close they are. Yeah. It makes me happy, especially not that they're six grandchildren. They must be like having the time of their lives.
0: I know. Yeah. It's so nice. like. Especially, like, to see Tina, like, on their birthdays, just, like, posting about, like, how Ace is, like, so good at sports, or, like, Bronx just graduated from middle school, I think, and, like, just seeing her post, like, how proud, and she is, like, her first grandchild, and it's just so cute.
2: Is she, are you, like, dying watching him grow up?
0: Oh, my God, I remember seeing him, he was probably, like, five or six months when I first saw him. And he was just tiny. So it's so weird to, like, see just how almost, like, his face has changed also over the years. And he looked like a clone of Ashley for the longest time. <laughs> and now he looks like a good mix of, like, his parents. And, you know, you can see, like, both of them in him and stuff. And it, it, it's so cute. Like, I can't. It's crazy to me how how old he is and how tall he is. And. I remember Tina telling me that he, like, wore the same size shoe as Ashley a couple of years ago. So I, like, can't imagine how tall he's going to be or, you know. (laughs) It's cool to see.
2: Yeah. Well, here on the Ashley and Jessica when we rate an episode, we don't do five stars or, like, four out of five stars. We take something from the episode – like if you were doing episode of one of Newlyweds, it would be like, I give this episode three out of five cans of chicken of the sea. So on a scale from one to five, some things, Jackie, what would you rate the first episode of the Ashley Simpson show?
0: Oh my gosh, now I have to think of an item.
2: There's always something iconic from the episode that ends up jumping out to me.
0: What jumps out to you for this one?
2: I feel like it's mainly like her fashion. Like the earrings, or the baggy pants, or the the Volcom, you know that skater I girl. Say, I, <laughs> okay, <what is> <laughs> I would say I got it. Okay, what is it? I would
0: say I rank this episode five out of five. Thin, like pointless scarves, like her rainbow <laughs> scarf. Um, yes. I think the episode does an amazing job of drawing you into Ashley as a person catching you up to where she came from where she is in her life her family dynamic like how her career and her love life and all of these these things are coming together and it really like draws you in to want to see where it's all going and you know you're like worried like with her vocals and recording and her heart being broken and like how is it all gonna and, and you just, like, want to see, like, what's going to happen? And for a first episode, I think, like, that's what you really have to do, right? Otherwise, no one would have ever cared to see another one.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I also have to give it five out of five. And I'm going to go with psychic radio games because <laughs> – I I, it's just the perfect balance of showing her as an artist and then showing her as a person and all the things that all 19 year olds go through except she has this extraordinary circumstance which is her sister became famous and now her whole family is enveloped in this industry and she has this album opportunity kind of thrown into her lap and now it's getting real and she actually has to Focus and it just it's just such a good first episode and that could have it could have ended So badly she could have had such a cheesy like horrible album that they just wrote for her that Was just like oh yeah my sister's a singer I'm a singer too whatever and instead she put her whole Soul into it and we're about to get to see the whole process and it's just such a brilliant Idea for a show I wish that they did things like this still
0: yeah I mean it's brilliant it's like you know, how much more attached are you to a song because now you know the meaning behind it, you know? And I think that's kind of like what draws people to Taylor Swift, like the trying to figure out who is this about and, you know, trying to figure out what the rest of the story that you didn't hear in the media, you know, or like the full picture of it. And with the Ashley Assumption show, you really got that. Like, you, it paints a picture of exactly what she was going through and feeling through each song.
2: Yeah, and I wonder how often she reflects on, like, the album and if she watches this because it's such a good – it's, like, the perfect diary of her life at the time.
0: I hope she does, like, just for laughs, like, just to, you know, like, reminisce with Lauren and Stephanie or whatever, you know, like, their 19-year-old selves and, you know, seeing, like, how far she's come from it.
2: yeah. It's amazing, and it's such a big part of me, like, coming of age to this album And still is, like, I, you know, I still, when I'm watching the episode and she's recording And we hear all the little snippets of the songs, I'm like, ooh, I want, like, I want that song, you know
0: Oh my god, I know
2: It was so exciting Do you remember listening to Autobiography for the first time? Because I, I was, like, so excited to hear all these songs Because we'd only heard, like, bits and pieces of a lot of them
0: I do, and I feel like hearing the full version of autobiography is, like, what stuck out at first the most. Like, I was so excited just from being drawn in, right, like, by the, you know, the intro song to the show and just, like, oh, my God, like, I want to hear the rest and, you know, the full thing, finally.
2: Yes, and just that the opening of that, too, like, all the graphics of her... Writing the lyrics and stuff It was just so like me at the time It was like me scribbling in my notebook At school you know
0: Yeah definitely
2: So that is going to do it For this episode Is there anything else that you want to Say about our queen here
0: Oh my god I think you know Just what an honor it was To you know Get to talk to Ashley for So long and chat and hear stories and I mean be picked first to like review the first episode of her show I like I feel like I won a prize or something
2: (laughs) you deserve (laughs) it this has been
0: so much fun thank you so much
2: Of course. Thank you for coming on. This has been amazing. And I feel like we didn't even get through half of your stories. So I'm going to have to have you back on as a guest again to do another episode. And you're gonna have to tell me more.
0: I would love to. (laughs) I would love to. I'm like, evangelizing Ashley. Like, yes, everyone needs to love her and be a fan of her. And she's just so, so cool and so real. And like, it's just so much fun. Like, you just, like, want to be around her presence.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she has definitely an infectious personality. And um, yeah, um I am just going to say, let's just say it's happening. We will see her again soon. We will. I mean, you definitely will, but hopefully <laughs> – Hopefully, I'll get.
0: And then let's see if we can get her on the podcast.
2: <laughs> That's my fan. I literally say all the time, like, I'm always like, when I interview Ashley or when I interview Jessica, because uh, I mean, that obviously is like the ultimate dream and goal.
0: I would love that. I think people would, would love that. And I think it would be so cool for them to do.
2: Yeah. Because I would let them talk about whatever they wanted to talk about and I wouldn't edit their words and make it seem like they're saying something else like they did on the show and all that kind of stuff you know I would just do whatever they wanted because I love them again it's like the whole thing of like I love them as people I'm not just gonna have them on because I want everybody to see oh look I got the best guest like I want them to really feel comfortable and get to promote their stuff directly to their biggest fans who want to hear from them the most you know
0: yeah I feel like you know That would be amazing for them to have that outlet and, like, someone that they they trust to Mm -hmm. put their story out there.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a Hamilton podcast that Lin-Manuel Miranda has been on a few times. And it's, like, he just – it's so normal the way that he talks to her and stuff. Like, they just have basically become – Kind of like you and Ashley where you know it's definitely gone beyond just like oh I love you oh thank you I'll you know sign an autograph and take a picture and then say goodbye like it seems like they have a real rapport and so you know you guys are welcome anytime Joe if you want to come on here and talk about your life or Tina I would love to anything you know
0: (laughs) Can you imagine the stories that Tina could tell us that would be insane
2: I would live for it And she's checked our stories a few times She's liked some of our posts So She definitely knows about us I don't know if she's listened That's the thing is I know that Except for Ashley I know that Everybody I named before At least knows the podcast exists And has interacted in some way Um, So I wonder if any of them have listened Or if it's just like They're just like Oh another fan account You know Yeah I think
0: you know Ashley, I don't know if you know of like the fan account Ashley Simpson fan Mhm,
1: um,
0: but I know Ashley is like pretty active in talking to her name is Laura. She's a good friend of mine um like Ashley is very like has never met Laura in person, but like knows her name, like you know will reply to her stories and um, I think like she I think she would do the podcast, you know if it was like presented to her, but the problem is like her DMs are not open and it's not easy to contact her unless she's following you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I would have to go through like her business manager or her publicist or something. But I feel, I feel like it's not honestly like with both of them, I feel like it's not the loftiest goal. Like I don't feel like, Oh, it's going to happen tomorrow or it'll happen so easily, but I just feel like they both are so cool with fans and I've met them both and they were so sweet. And I mean, you know how they are. So I feel like, if they know that I'm not on here shading them and it's not like a yeah, you know it's going to be something where they're going to be so welcomed and be able to say whatever they want so yeah, yeah I feel never like know. fans
0: are powerful and there are a lot of fans that work with you know their favorite artists now because who knows how to present you better than the people that understand your brand you know and
2: mm-hmm. I feel like you
0: have a really good sense of
2: that and
0: it would be great for them to join your podcast
2: yes Please come on the podcast, guys. Um, But yeah, let people know where they can find you because your Instagram is iconic.
0: Uh, My Instagram handle is at jmendoza1193, and it's the same for Twitter.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I know that we've gone on for three hours now. I really appreciate you (laughs) taking time out of your life. to do this because we always when we go long like this it's just it's much more typical that we go long than not so I appreciate you talking to me for all this time
0: thank you I mean I love talking about Ashley so if anyone can you know will listen to me it's always (laughs) amazing and it's so nice to hear like your stories and your point of view and just like geek out over all the little details you know that (laughs) I don't think a lot of people would know or care about
2: yeah, it's so much fun Because there's It's not like in day-to-day life that I'm talking about Jessica and Ashley With a lot of people and sometimes if I Do, they're like, oh yeah Jess- oh, oh yeah, I know I have her jeans Or whatever, and I'm like, oh, you don't know mm-hmm. anything Don't talk about her jeans
1: <laughs> Like <laughs>
0: Which, by the way, I don't know if you've ever smelled it, but Vintage Bloom, her perfume, Jessica Simpson. I have never been commented more for anything, like, ever. It's, like, the best smelling perfume, I would say.
2: I need to try that one. I have I have, um, Fancy Forever and Fiend, but ah, I've never yeah. smelled that one. Yeah, I'll, I definitely will, though. It stays on you for a long time. It
0: does, and it's just, like, this. I don't know like unique smell like it's not overpowering it's not like so like you know like something like a Chanel like so strong and just like out there it's just like I don't know everyone always asks me like what I'm wearing and I'm like oh us just beautiful
2: <laughs> queen of fragrances yes okay so that will do it for this week's episode thank you so much for listening everybody and thank you Jackie for being an amazing guest
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
2: I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ashley and Jessica. Cast. I'm your host, Leah Russo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Capriamoon. That's at C-A-P-R-I-A-M-O-O-N. And follow the podcast at Ashley and Jessica on Instagram and at Ashley Jessicast on Twitter. Please let me know your thoughts on the show. I would absolutely love to hear. Ashley and at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. See you next time.